from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome back into another edition of the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie. And hey, NIL continues to be a very hot topic and it's an ever-changing landscape and has played a big impact on recruiting. As we've seen, we're quickly approaching almost the one-year mark since NIL all went into effect and Nebraska has continued to be a leader in NIL and Open Doors from the start has been a great partner with Nebraska. So we wanted to get an Open Doors perspective, but also also, hey, how about a former Husker to help us talk about this? Bree Cassidy is joining us. She's in Kansas, so joins us over uh, our air link. Uh, Bree, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Yeah, appreciate you having me. All right, well, you were here playing with Nebraska softball from 2016 to 2019, and you just started with Open Doors. Kind of tell us a little bit about the position that you're in and how this was the right next step for you right now in this career, in your career. Absolutely. So my official title is director of NIL education and my role is really just to educate everybody, anyone that's a partner school. Uh, so going out, educating administrators, student athletes, their coaches, staff, making sure that they're doing this NIL thing the right way. We want to make sure that student athletes are well protected, well educated. So that way when they go out and do deals, they feel really confident in what they're doing. And then on the administrator side, they feel good about what their student athletes are doing. They're protected, not worrying about any of those things. So I get to dive into my student athlete development background a little bit in this role, which is really great. So developing programming, developing our education modules, and then of course, going out on site and being connected with student athletes is definitely one of the most favorite parts of my roles because before obviously I was in student athlete development and got to work with a specific athletic department, but now to be able to be a part of Open Doors' mission of helping every athlete to be able to do that on a grand scale is really awesome and I couldn't imagine being in a, in a better role. How did you go about um, preparing for this and how to educate <laughs> these student athletes? Yeah, so part of my role at KU before Open Doors, uh, part of that was you know navigating NIL, what that looked like for our student athletes there, and you know part of that was you know the Olympic student athletes, the female student athletes, which they're having a lot of really great success right now. Uh, you know how are we getting the education to them, the student athletes that don't necessarily have a bunch of people coming knocking down their door to do deals and making sure you know they're really well prepared. So that was part of my previous role in developing an NIL pilot program for female student athletes specifically across all of our sports. So really taking a deep dive in the NIL space specific to an institution before, I think really set me up well for this role, having that background of understanding what that looks like on the institutional level, the conversations that I was having daily with student athletes, what we're seeing on the administrator side, I think having that really set me up to be able to come in and bring all of that knowledge and conversations that I was having with people to make sure that when I'm developing education, when I'm going out and having conversations or presenting to different groups, that I was keeping in mind those voices in my head of the conversations that I had with student athletes, what's important to them, what's important on the administrator side. And, and I think definitely having that you know, live in-person day-to-day experience in an athletic department set me up well to be able to interact with athletic departments all over the country. 
Well, you unfortunately just missed out on being able to take <laughs> advantage of NIL opportunities. But when this thing was kind of being talked about and it was getting closer and closer to being something that student athletes could take advantage of, and then all of a sudden, boom, last summer, it becomes available. And then it was almost a little bit like a free-for-all for everybody. What was your perspective on it? And I got to imagine you thought this was a good thing for college athletics and for college athletes. Absolutely. Uh, I definitely texted Coach Ravel and said, you know, all these kids are getting these COVID extra years. What do I, what kind of waiver do I need to fill out uh, to give myself an extra year of eligibility? One, to be a part of this team that's doing a really great job right now, but also uh, to take advantage of NIL. You know, a lot of people see the big deals. They see, you know, the, the nationwide brands that are partnering with student athletes, which I think is phenomenal. But what really hits home for me and something that I'm making a big point in my education sessions is that, you know, it's not just about those student athletes. It's about every single student athlete having an opportunity to put a little bit of extra money in their pocket, relieving some of those financial burdens. $25 can go a long way for someone who may not be on full scholarship or playing in a sport like softball where you get partial scholarships. Um, that's really big. And, and I think when people think about the opportunities for NIL, that's where I want people's minds to go to is, you know, how much money can a student athlete make is a question everyone wants to know, but really it's, it's about the other stuff too. You know, student athletes love free meals. I still love free meals and I'm not a student athlete. Anymore. Same. Uh, so, so being able, you know, to create those opportunities for student athletes that can alleviate some of the financial burden. I can only imagine what it would have done for me and my family to have a little bit of extra money in my pocket uh, with student athletes that may have to send some of their money home every month or ones that have to work a side job on top of being a full-time student athlete and getting some of those things done. So that, that part really hits home for me. And I think it gives, you know, women's sports and the Olympic sports a platform to make their voices known, to have a presence. And it just really fits into that whole circle of, giving athletes a platform to be able to put themselves out there, show people what they're about, that they're more than an athlete, and that, you know, they're just really great people that do really great things that are talented, and they get to capitalize on their name, image, and likeness the same way anyone else can. So we get a lot of questions about, um, you know, how these student-athletes are managing this income of money for the first time. And I mean, I, I can think about when I was in college, you know, my dad did my taxes or I was still, my dad still claimed me on his taxes. How do you go about educating and preparing these student athletes for that, that part of it that you do have to kind of start thinking about when you do have this income coming in? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, a big deal. And athletic departments are definitely asking us that question. And part of the nice thing about the education piece within the Open Doors platform is that we're talking about those things. We're bringing in experts to talk about tax literacy, all things financial literacy, how to budget, how to set aside money, how to have a savings, how to prepare for the future. Those are just some of the things that we talk about. And the nice thing about the platform or any, any school like Nebraska who's a partner, anytime a student athlete goes in and discloses a deal, at the end of the year, uh, they'll get a 1099 that'll help them file their taxes because, again, more often than not, a lot of them have never had to understand what it means to file taxes, what it means to set money aside to pay taxes. So we, we try to do a really great job of making sure that we're bringing in the right people to talk about these things. That way, all of our student athletes that are on our platform have access to that education and that they feel really good about any deals that they're doing. 
So Open Doors has been ahead of the trend and kind of been setting the tone for all this for years. They're, the Blake and Audie have been ahead of their time for, for many, many years. As a student athlete that came from Nebraska and then now working for Open Doors, how important is this work that Open Doors is doing? Because I, I think probably a lot of people, too, don't realize that athletic departments, we can't really have anything to do with facilitating these NIL deals. So having a company like Open Doors has seemed to be really beneficial for a place like Nebraska, and especially right right in their backyard here in Lincoln. Yeah, absolutely. So the thing we always love to tell people is that we're built by athletes for athletes. When you look at our demographics in regards to former student athletes, or I'd say we run pretty deep in our Nebraska alum, that's important to us because in our, the way we view the ecosystem is that the student athlete is always at the center. And when you have people that lived it every day, you understood those experiences, what that day-to-day looks like, you can just relate better. You can understand better. So when we're developing content, when we're working through things on our platform, the student athlete is always at the center of everything that we do, which makes it really helpful. So Blake and Adi, obviously we're ahead of the curve, uh, which is great. So being in the backyard of, of Lincoln, being connected you know, to Open Doors and understanding what they did in the professional space for the last nine years, approaching 10 years uh, later this year, I think that's big. and. It just helps people understand that, hey, Open Doors has been doing this for a really long time. We have lots of great data in the professional space. We know how the ecosystem works when it comes to brands pitching deals to athletes. And now we just get to do it in the college space for the first time ever as of July 1st of last year. So I definitely believe that Open Doors was well positioned to make sure that, you know, we're going to provide anything that a student athlete needs to pursue NIL opportunities in the same way that professional athletes have done for a really long time. What about, I mean, because I was in a list of all the former Huskers that work for Open Doors <laughs> too, but for them to provide an opportunity, I know Audie and Blake were both Huskers, but to have this opportunity like yourself to go work for a company like Open Doors and to have this, you know, like I said, an opportunity, you know, pretty close to being right out of college that you can make such an impact still on the, the college game or even the professional game. Yeah, I think for me and even in my previous role, something that I always like to tell people is that I'm not that far out. I, I have a pretty good understanding of, you know, what that journey looks like, you know, what the stressors are, what the high moments are, what the low moments are. So when you're thinking about those things and you're throwing NIL into the mix, it's like when you have conversations with student athletes, it's so important to make sure that you're relatable and that you can engage with them because otherwise it's hard to keep them connected. And, and that's the really great part about my role is that, I can be a powerful representation, you know, a voice in the room of somebody that either looks like them or played a sport that they did or was an Olympic student athlete or an out-of-state student athlete and navigating some of those things. So being able to be that voice, make an impact every single day on student athletes' lives, I seriously couldn't imagine a better role. Like I mentioned earlier, it, it's been a really great opportunity so far to really get in front of those student athletes. and and make them feel like they have someone supporting them that understands them and truly cares about what their journey looks like. And it's got to be special to be working with so many former uh, Nebraska student athletes and Huskers that you can relate to. Yeah, absolutely. So being able to connect with Blake and Adi and, you know, make jokes or just be able to relate on, you know, we have our own Slack channel that's hashtag GBR. Like <laughs> we, we have so many people that you know, we're either student athletes at Nebraska across multiple sports, or even just people who are from Nebraska and are Nebraska grads, like that's just as important to us uh, when we're talking about building our community, building our open doors family. 
uh, having those ties, being able to share stories, be able to talk about going to games together, being able to celebrate great wins and win streaks like Nebraska softball has right now, uh, just makes it that much more special when, you know, someone wore Nebraska across the front of their chest and, and knows what it means to bleed red. So, you know, I got here last summer and I was really impressed with just Nebraska and their approach on NIL. They were embracing it. They weren't kind of running from it or or digging their heels in, which a lot of places across the country were. They weren't prepared, didn't have a plan in place. And even though, you know, it was still hard to really grasp what was to come with NIL, at least Nebraska was trying to have things in place to help student athletes prepare for what was to come with it. What's been your perspective on where Nebraska is compared to other colleges across the country in the NIL landscape? Yeah, Nebraska has done a really great job of being ahead of the curve. As you said it best yourself, as you know, they, they're prepared for it. They're having conversations about it before it even hit the ground running. I actually share a, a screenshot of a, a tweet that was sent through me to, uh, through Open Doors when I was a student athlete actually promoting a new uniform that we were launching, the good old pinstripes. And, you know, to know that at that time when I was a student athlete, I didn't know, you know, why we were using Open Doors or why I was going to tweet something through them. I thought it was just for good old marketing purposes and who, what student athlete doesn't love a good photo shoot. <laughs> um, but being able to know that Nebraska was ahead of these things, way ahead before July 1 of 2021 even hit is great. And the marketplace, the, the school-specific marketplace that they launched this past week, Uh, speaks exactly to that. They're one of the few that have one live right now. It's really great. And that marketplace is really going to allow Nebraska to maximize that NIL support for all of their student athletes. Yeah, I did want to dive into that. Can you maybe break that down a little bit more of what exactly this marketplace is and why it is so beneficial? Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned, they're they're one of the first programs, which is awesome. So we're, we're getting a lot of really great data from that. But really what the marketplace is designed to do is that it mobilizes that Nebraska fan base that we all know and love and allow local organizations to really dive in and support student athletes to their fullest capabilities. So now all of our Nebraska fans, brands, sponsors, donors, they can now browse your student athletes, book a deal, pitch and pay any of them for any NIL activity. Uh, all in our one compliant platform, which is really great. And this is built specifically for the athletes' needs, uh, which is awesome. So basically what the marketplace does, it, it allows those brands, fans, and sponsors to get in there, but it makes it really easy to have access to Nebraska student-athletes and, and to have deals like the one that Sam Hybe did for a birthday. Those, those are the reasons why we do this, is to be able to build those connections, especially in a place like Nebraska, specifically to Lincoln, that that fan base is so connected they really care about you know those husker student athletes and now they have the opportunity to engage with them in a really creative way in a way that protects both parties uh, which is awesome because i think a lot of people and a lot of things that catch the big headlines and the news is about the big deals the cars the whatever the massive deals that maybe these you know quarterbacks might get or whatever but like you mentioned earlier i mean these little things can really add up and it could be anything and everything that you can do to get a student athlete involved that helps them that you might want them to be involved with whatever you're doing right Yep, absolutely. I, you know, I always talk about what would I have done if I got to take advantage of NIL as a, a student athlete in a sport like softball, for example, you know, doesn't necessarily get all of the attention that I would say that it deserves. 
Uh, but that goes for a lot of sports, right? Everyone hears about, you know, the, the football players, the quarterbacks, the men's basketball players. But you'll be surprised that if you looked at how many deals were sent to student athletes based by sport, five out of the top 10 are women's sports. Wow. And I think that's so important for people to know is that, you know, the, the media grabs attention of those big deals. But over 50 percent, like 50 percent of our deals are coming to our female student athletes. And even the other three or four sports and the male student athletes that are in that top 10, they're Olympic sports. So, you know, it's, it's not just those big deals. It's so important to recognize the local deals, the in-kind compensation where student athletes may not be getting cash, but they may be getting a free meal or having a really great partnership with a local restaurant. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't remember the exact stats. I think it was four of the top six of, or four of the top 10, or six of the top 10, I think it was, in the final four for volleyball. And NIL opportunities all came from Nebraska. And I've been kind of saying that from the start. If I'm a female student athlete in high school, I am. Nebraska's at the top of my list because of the way that fans support the female student athletes, not just showing up in attendance, but also with these opportunities. You just don't find that everywhere, the the support and the wanting to get those female student athletes involved like you do here at Nebraska. Absolutely. And that's something that I tell people all the time when I share about my experience as a student athlete at Nebraska is that regardless, if you're out wearing a Nebraska hoodie that has a sport under it, Fans do not care what sport that says. They are all in for their sports, whether it's female sports or male sports, whether it's revenue sports or Olympic sports. Fans don't care. They're going to support you all the way through. And that's one of the, the really special things about Nebraska that I'll always love and appreciate. And something that I even feel as an alum is that, you know, that, that support is unrivaled and it's really great. And it's showing up in the NIL space. Yeah, on that note, I mean, uh, Casey Thompson just transferred from Texas, and he again went on Bussin' with the Boys with Will Compton and talked about his NIL opportunities here and for really everybody on the football team exceed what the team at Texas, the football team at Texas had. Were you surprised? Are you surprised by that, that again, that Nebraska is kind of providing these opportunities and NIL opportunities from top to bottom on a football team more so than a place like Texas? Yeah, I mean, I'll just speak to what I know uh, during my time as a student athlete is that Nebraska has always been ahead of the curve when it comes to the resources they're providing to their student athletes. So I think about like the PEO program or some of the other things that are in place for student athletes at Nebraska. So them being ahead of the curve on all things NIL, I'm not surprised, especially because Nebraska takes a lot of pride in the student athlete experience, and that's exactly what they're providing. And NIL is one of those pillars that they added on. So to say the least, I'm not surprised by any means. It's something that I'm really proud of as an alum. Uh, and it, it just goes to show that they're dedicated to the student athlete experience and athletic departments across the country are recognizing that NIL is a part of that now. Do you see or foresee any regulations coming to NIL caps or any I guess managing of all these different numbers and all these crazy deals that are coming in really across the country. I mean, you're seeing it play such a big part in recruiting. Well, who can give me the biggest NIL deal? Is there, do you think there might be any caps on that or is it kind of going to be a, a free for all, whatever you can get is, is more power to you? Yeah, I think right now you're seeing a lot of states repeal their laws and go back and edit some of those things that they did. Uh, back when they passed original state laws last summer, you're starting to see some other states who didn't have a law originally, and now they're trying to get something in place for this summer. 
Uh, I definitely think on the state level, you're starting to see more action. And then, of course, on the institutional level, athletic departments, you know, who originally created policies are doing some of those same, same things that states are doing and going back and changing their policies to fit the landscape after seeing it unfold the first eight to 10 months as, as we approach the first year of all of this stuff. Um, and that's a nice thing is, you know, what we're trying to let people know is, hey, an open doors platform, student athletes can go in there and disclose all of their deals. So if sometime down the road, if the NCAA changes policy, if there is a uniform federal law that's specific to NIL, student athletes are going to be well prepared. All of their stuff that they've done in open doors are disclosed in open doors. They're going to be compliant and their, their athletic departments are going to be able to see that. So when it comes to reporting, we're going to be able to track those things. We're going to be able to make sure that no student athlete loses their eligibility because of an NIL deal that they did. So trying to make sure that we're prepared for that whenever that happens. Uh, but you just never know when, when things are going to come about. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like I said at the beginning, it's ever-changing and it's going to continue to change. And, and another hot topic around here has been, you know, especially for, say, the women's basketball team, we had three Australian players on the, the team a year ago that couldn't capitalize on NIL opportunities. Is there, and I know that this is also kind of messy and it's tied up in, in federal litig- uh, litigation and all of that kind of thing, but do you see any kind of progress in the near future of, of student athletes that are foreign that come from other countries being able to capitalize on that during their collegiate time here yeah you're starting to see some different petitions and articles out there that are you know as we approach this second summer of nil people want to have the conversation how do international student athletes make money how do they capitalize on nil the same way a domestic u.s student athlete takes advantage of nil and jess shelley is a really great example of she got creative, you know, I imagine that she went and connected with the campus international student affairs. That's something that we're encouraging every international student athlete to do is to connect with their on campus partner and resources. So that way they're really well educated on what their visa status is, what employment laws they need to follow. Uh, just because every situation is different, every family circumstance is different. So I definitely think student athletes getting creative in ways like jazz did to be able to go out and post that while she's home she's going to be able to take advantage of some nio opportunities and right after that she got quite a few deals uh, offered to her through our platform which is awesome for her because i know this summer is going to be really big when international student athletes get the opportunity to go home and be at a place where they can actually take advantage of nil and hopefully one day uh, sooner rather than later everyone whether international or domestic U.S. student-athlete. Hopefully they get to take advantage of NIL in the same exact way. Listen, I, I'm going to dive into this uh, Husker softball team with you, yeah. but, but before we do that, anything else that Husker fans should know, be aware of regarding NIL, the marketplace, anything like that that I missed that I didn't ask you about? Yeah, definitely. The one thing I think is important for fans is that this is a really great opportunity to go out and engage with student athletes in a variety of ways, whether you want an autograph from your favorite player, if you want a birthday shout out. I always tell people you want to be the best birthday giver, you know, (laughs) Courtney Wallace from the Nebraska softball team is their favorite player. You better send her a, a a pitch a deal to her through our platform and say, hey, Courtney, can you do a birthday shout out for my daughter? Uh, because then you're going to be the best parent in the world on that birthday day. Uh, but seriously, just being able to go out and, you know, engage with student athletes and have that opportunity to connect with them, I, I think is really great. 
it builds relationships. It's super easy. It's not daunting at all. I tell people if you ever book the flight through Expedia, it's that easy. Flip through, find your favorite student athletes, pitch a deal to them, uh, and go make some really great things happen with a bunch of really great student athletes. That's awesome. Okay, how about this Nebraska softball team? <laughs> Man, they are killing it. I love to see it. Uh, right here on my whiteboard behind me, I have their win streak going. Hopefully, I'm not the reason why that gets jinxed by any means, but I, I could not be more excited for this program, for that coaching staff, for these players. They have worked their tails off, uh, and it's so fun to watch them just really be gritty and win ball games, you know, have comeback wins like they did this past weekend against Minnesota. Uh, yeah, it's it's just awesome. And I can't wait to see what they do in postseason. Being that you've been a part of this program, but then you're watching from the outside this year, What what's your perspective or your take on why they've put this streak together and, and found this uh, level of success so far this season? Yeah, the special thing about this team is that they're really bought into one another. When you go and watch one of their games, they're all in for whoever's on that field. They're going to support each other through and through. They celebrate the same for every person across the board. They pick each other up really well, and you can just tell that they are one team. They're bought into the game plan that the coaches are giving to them, and they're clicking on all cylinders, and they know that, hey, if we have a couple mishaps here. We give up a few runs here. That doesn't mean we're done. That that means we're going to fight even that much harder to get those run back, get those runs back, and get ourselves on top. And you know you can't you can't deny and you can't not talk about the fact that they have a group of fifth year seniors that have really great leadership and that three of their captains are pitchers. I think that's really powerful to have pitchers be your leaders, be your captains on the field because. They're at the center of it all. They're the ones leading the way. They're the ones involved in every single pitch. And when you have those extended years of experience and knowledge of seasons all across the board, I think it just sets you up really well for success. Did you play with Courtney and Olivia Farrell? I did. Courtney, Olivia, and Carly Sievers, Peyton Gladder. Uh, I might be missing a or Ani Rayleigh. Yeah, there's a couple. There's quite a few on there that I was teammates with. And it's going to be really weird when all of them graduate this year and I no longer have any teammates that I play but still play. But the fact that you see what Courtney Wallace and Olivia Farrell are doing and that kind of experience in the circle, what does that do for a team? I mean, you know, they've talked about they might not be the, the most talented, but they just know what it takes to win in certain situations. And then they, the way that they, they pitch, it, it balances each other out and it, they feed off of each other where it's like almost like a perfect match. Yeah, absolutely. I could not be more proud of those two. Obviously, I got to have the opportunity to catch for them uh, when they were freshmen and seeing their growth from the time that they were freshmen on campus in their first season to all the way to now. It, it's been amazing to watch their journey unfold. And I think that their impact is unmatched in the impact that they're having on the other pitchers, the younger pitchers that are on the staff and everyone around them. When, when your pitching staff is really in tune, I think it makes it really easy for everyone else to be bought in because you know that they're the ones going to bat for you every single pitch. And when pitchers can have that relationship, you know, have that battery where it's like, hey, if you're throwing the first three innings and I'm coming in to close it at the end, we're going to do this thing together. And that's what's really important. And I think that's what's special about those two is that they figured out their dynamic. They figure out why they work so well together, what both of their strengths are and how they can help each other. And I think that's helped produce a lot of wins for the Huskers. 
Maddie Fowler Burkhart was on the other day, and she said it's the seniors in the circle and the sophomore sluggers. So then you got some young talent that are just <laughs> hitting it like crazy. But really, it's one through nine. They just pass the bat. How you caught? Uh, you're a catcher, but how daunting is that for a pitcher to have a, a lineup like what Nebraska has this year? It is dangerous. I, <laughs> I remember my time as a catcher watching doing film sessions with coach Sipple and the pitchers and you know when we faced lineups that were solid from one to nine it's like there were no pitches off and i think that's what other teams are feeling is that pitchers can't take pitchers or pitchers can't take pitches off against nebraska's offense and i think that makes it really fun because then nebraska has the advantage every time they step in the box uh, that pitcher already has that fear in her like doesn't matter if it's the number eight hitter the leadoff batter uh, they're going to bring it and they're going to have a really competitive quality at bat and being on the other side of that I know it's not comfortable it's not easy so to to see the numbers that they're putting up you can't deny it you can't not think about it and I think it really it really makes it difficult for other people to scout because there's there's no one you can count on as an easy out and I, I think that's really awesome. You had mentioned at the beginning just that it's a team that wants to play for each other and win for each other. And I, I don't think you can understand how important chemistry is. It's, you know, the teams that go do the best are the teams that like each other and like to play each other the most, you know. And I think it's it's just undeniable that this team really likes to play for each other. And even the, you know, last night, yesterday was an off day for them, and, and they went to a nursing home to meet with some of their pen pals, their pen pal program. I just – I. I don't think it, it can be stated enough how powerful it can be when a team has the kind of chemistry that this team has, right? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not surprised by that. I'd love to hear that kind of stuff. As I was really well to, in, in tune with the life skill stuff and being engaged in the community. And I, I'm so thankful that the team has continued to have that as something that's really important to them because it's good to have that balance. And when you can connect with things that, you know, really – that you care about off the field, like having that pen pal program and going out and connecting on your off day. Most student athletes wouldn't want to do that. And I think that is the perfect description of what this team is about, the relationship that they have with one another. They care about each other. They care about the people that they're around every day. And I'm really not surprised that they went and did that yesterday. It's really awesome. And I think that this team really puts others before themselves and that that's within their team it's outside of their team and when you view things that way it's really easy to go to bat for one another i think any of them would have each other's backs they're going to support one another they're going to be gritty but then on the other side that's really important that people don't talk about that often is that when you care about people and when you have that team dynamic of being all in, you hold each other accountable as well. And that's something that I think this team isn't afraid of doing is, hey, if someone needs to pick up their slack, that's what they're going to do because they have a mission that they're trying to accomplish. And everyone is bought into that, which makes for a really great uh, season, especially what they're seeing right now. So you're a Cali girl that decided to come to Nebraska <laughs> when you were being recruited and then you stayed and, and played all four years here and got your degree from here. What went into that decision that you felt you could be at home in Nebraska all the way from Cali? Absolutely. I love answering that question because I'll tell you that my first trip to Nebraska, uh, my very first unofficial visit as a sophomore in high school was the first week of February and anybody who's from the Midwest or Nebraska specifically, you can imagine what the weather was like. Uh, it was negative three degrees the day that I arrived. There was a full blown blizzard. I don't know that there's been anything like that day since 
that day, even during my time as a student <laughs> athlete, but it was frigid. I was a California kid, Southern California, mind you, like I'm used to 70 degrees and sunny every day. I show up with this really thin, long swimmer's coat that I thought you called a parka until I experienced <laughs> what a real parka was. Uh, and from the time that I got on campus and even the conversations that I was having before with the coaches is, you know, they, they really care about their players. And that's something that really means a lot to me. And, you know, from the time that I started having conversations with the coaches, they, they wanted to know the important stuff. They, they wanted to talk about school. They wanted to know what my family was like. They wanted to know about my younger brother. They wanted to know what my background was, what was important to me, what are some things that they can help me along with uh, during my time if I chose to be a student athlete at Nebraska. And they just showed that they cared. When I got on campus, I felt that every bit from you know, being at a, uh, an elite camp that spring and working out with a bunch of uh, prospect student athletes that were getting ready, either they were committed to Nebraska or not, you know, everyone was bought in, everyone was a big family. And you could tell that the coaches really cared about the student athletes that they chose to bring into their program. And I, I couldn't express more what, what that opportunity meant to me. You know, my coaches knew that I was a first generation student athlete, that they were going to have to go a little bit of the extra mile to help me along with some of those things that I couldn't call home and ask for help with. Uh, they, they knew the importance of that degree. They knew where my passion came from. They knew that it was so much bigger, such a bigger purpose for me to have the opportunity to play at the highest level at a place like Nebraska and what those extra resources meant for me. And, you know, the, the coaches, I think, do a really great job. Uh, they're super invested. I, I text them all the time. You know, the athletic department provided amazing resources as they continue to do which is great and i always like to tell people there's there's a reason why i stay connected to them um i'll tell you coach Ravel actually uh, officiated my wedding if that speaks to the relationship <laughs> that i have with them at all because you know it, it's a relationship that lasts a lifetime and i think when coaches can create that you can build programs over the last 20 something years that coach Ravel has done that and then having coach sipple and coach miller having those two on the other side is amazing. They all bring something different. And my relationship with each one of them is different. And I, I seriously could not have picked a better place. I'd go back and do it all over again. And I'd pick Nebraska a hundred times. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, gives me chills. What And your list of um, academic accomplishments is long and lengthy, too, and really impressive, too. So, you know, beyond just softball and then even what you're doing now with Open Doors, your career, how do you feel like that prepared you, even the academic part of it, for what you want to do in your career moving forward? Absolutely. So, I mean, being in the Big Ten, the Big Ten is one of the best uh, academic conferences, and Nebraska takes a lot of pride in that having the most academic All-Americans. That was something that, you know, was really interesting to me and it was something that I wanted to do. I didn't get to do it, but I think that lays the foundation for the expectations of Nebraska student athletes when they step on campus. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I had never seen anybody do it before. So to be able to go in and have that support to help me through all of it and to be able to be successful on the other side, it, it really set me up to be able to have great mentors to make those connections on the community, to have that support behind me, it really set me up well. And the fact that I didn't leave Nebraska not knowing what in the world am I gonna do with my life. I knew that I was really set up. I had all the right tools, all the right people in my corner. And that has led me to the position that I'm at now. And that's why it's, it's really fun to just 
stay connected and now to be able to work for Open Doors and to be able to come back to Lincoln to our headquarters and to know that I could swing by Bolin and say hi to the coaches there, I can drop by Memorial Stadium and stay connected with some of those guys. Um, it's just been really great and I, I couldn't be any more grateful for the opportunity and all of the people that I have in my corner for a lifetime because of Nebraska. Well, Bree Cassidy, what what an amazing conversation. I could keep talking to you, but we'll we'll let you get out of here and we'll have to have you on again because again, this NIL thing just keeps evolving and I know you're going to be playing a big role for Open Doors moving forward and Open Doors is going to continue to be a big role here at Nebraska. So, and we have lots of questions from fans and stuff, so hopefully we'll have you on again soon and we'll talk more Husker softball as they continue to move on to the postseason as well. Yeah, absolutely. Love to do it. Anytime we can chat all things NIL, Open Doors, Nebraska softball, you can count me in. <laughs> Love it. Bree, thank you so much, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me.